This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Let the Lord, just love on the Lord and uh, let him love on us. Hasn't he done that today? Man, thank you all for everything that you, that everything that you do that makes uh, these special moments. You know, Sunday is such a special moment, isn't it? Now, why would that be? Because of God. Amen. I want uh, you to get your expectation uh, up today. I expect God. Well, I'm expecting this or that. No, I'm expecting a who. I love worship that ends with us singing to him. And I love the choice of worship songs today that says the promise still stands. And the reason why it still stands is because he is. And we come to him and we believe that he is. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now you've been stirred up, but I need you to settle on in. And I want you to fall asleep. But I'll tell you what, the, the, when the uh, peace of God comes, there's nothing missing. There's nothing broken. God's taking care of everything. You just lay it at his feet. He can handle it. All of it. All of it. And we're just going to forget about all of that stuff. Because God's got stuff, and God can handle stuff. Amen. <clears throat> and we're just going to be with him for a little while today. I like where the scripture says that he went up on a mountain. And uh, I know we sang a song that, you know, he can move the mountain. But in this case, he just went up on a mountain and he called those that he wanted to be with him. It's always God's heart. He's just always just wanted to be with us. <clears throat> Our scripture today is in uh, Hebrews, the sixth chapter. And I'm going to pick out just one uh, verse and then we'll pray. It says, we have, everybody say we have. This certain hope, like a strong, unbreakable anchor, holding our souls to God Himself. What a, what a, what a phrase. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for today. We ask you to help us. We ask you to show us. We ask you to show us who you really are. And in seeing you, Lord, we we see our reflection we see who you meant us and who we're so thankful you're making us to be and we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor for it amen amen now you know we this is one verse 
one portion, one little piece. You know, the, our picture from the scripture would be just like, you know, a, a scene of a room, and in the room there's a uh, there's a man or a woman, maybe a whole family seated at the table, and this little portion of scripture just focuses in on the cup on the table with the family in the room having a time together and you know the whole chapter uh, of uh, the sixth chapter of Hebrew we're not really pulling this out of context we're just kind of focusing in on one thing in a bigger picture and uh, uh, the sixth chapter of Hebrew really is a, a picture that that gives us a perspective on where we are uh, on where we are today and you know I was uh, reading this this uh, this morning and <clears throat> I'll give it to you for your homework you know because you really can't get to the 19th verse and and just focus on the cup if you don't pull back and you and and you can take it way out of context if you don't see all of it and of course we don't have time for all of it you know we uh, I was thinking about that too uh, today and my heart is just you know I said Lord I you know forgive me forgive us that uh, that the red letters on the clock are more important than the red letters on the page Oh, I feel God in that. Just like I felt him. When that thought came this morning. I heard him follow that up with, you know, just... Would that we want, that we would want to. Would that our want to would, would equal his want to. That he's not looking at the red letters on the clock. That never becomes more important to him. You know, the context of the scripture, the sixth chapter says, you know, let's go beyond the elementary, babyhood things of that are in our foundation. And, and let's move forward. And, and isn't it interesting that... Uh, he says, in turning away from our dead works to embrace faith in God. And then he talks about a turning away that we seem maybe we're in a time where perhaps there are a lot of good reasons, excuses, you know. But he still calls it a sin, a missing of the mark. He calls it apostasy. We turn away from God, and and uh, we no longer have time. We no longer make the time because we actually have time, but we don't make the time because it's not a priority with us like it is with God. And how is it that the measurement? One of the measurements that 
could be, would be, perhaps should be, is that how is it that I show God that I love him by giving him an hour or two? God forbid we have a two-hour service. Once a week with the family compared that he loved us enough to give us all eternity with the family. Maybe it would be wise to think about such things. And would that we would just want to. That we have nothing better to do than to be with him. And nothing matters more in our lives than to just be with him. And as Pastor Sandy said, as we're with him, somehow he just fills us up, doesn't he? And the overflow is just a natural thing. And all somebody has to do is just bump your little cup. And because you've been in the presence of God. You don't even feel it when they bump you. But the presence of God spills over into their life. And God is at work. Amen. Well, that was good, wasn't it? Because God is good, isn't he? Say we have. You know, Peter, um, first jump out of the gate. You know, Jesus, is, Jesus has uh, ascended, and they're going to the temple to pray. Things happen when we're headed God's way to do God's will. And I don't know if they noticed him before, but that day there was a guy uh, expecting. It was hope in him. He had an expectation. He said he looked at them expecting to receive something from them. Everybody say something. Peter knew what he was after. He said, now listen, you know, uh, what you're expecting, I don't have any but such as I have. What did he have? Well, maybe more importantly, who did he have? Because all of a sudden, suddenly, a life hidden in Christ, in God, he goes, such as I have. Now, now listen, who, who opened his eyes to that man at the gate beautiful? Oh, I love the context. God is never short on the details. God had planned before the foundation of the world. It's a beautiful thing that's going to happen when we get to my moment. There's going to be a movement. An eternal life is going to spring forth, such as I have. Because I believe something welled up on the inside of of. Peter, why? Because there was an expectation towards God. Now he interpreted that there would 
None of this is in my notes, but it'll do. Uh, he interpreted the man at the gate beautiful. I need some money. We don't even know what we need sometimes. Are you listening? I need some more money so I can cope with my life. This is my lot in life. This is who I am. This is what I'm sentenced to. And if you don't help me, are you listening? I can't get no help. But God has more for you and I. He has more for the world than just a church service or a few talking points. God lives on the inside of you. God is about to, listen, He will move the mountains. He will, you have something. We have this certain hope, like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls to God Himself. Now, I've got a lot of points down through here. One, two, three, four, five. You know, but I'll tell you where where it ends up, and you can do all of this for your homework because I'm just not going to keep you a long time. Because, you know, we probably could have uh, we probably could have stopped uh, when we dealt with the issue between the red letters on the clock and the red letters on the page. Sometimes you got to wait a long, long time before you get some answers. God himself. Everybody say God himself. God himself. What had God promised? There's talks about two things, the oath and the promise. And what both of them are himself. God promised us himself. If you have Jesus, you got everything with him. We don't have to seek him for the things. He who has the Son has life. Life eternal, life abundant, life beyond your wildest dreams and imaginations. You have life. If somebody's standing in front of you that needs healing, you have life for them. You've got God. And God's got everything. And he's after everyone. Aren't you glad? He said it's a certain hope. And he goes down and talks about the mercy seat. He said our anchor of hope is fastened to the mercy seat. Which sits in the heavenly realm beyond the sacred threshold. The, there's a, a veil. Talks about there's many different things you could do there. But you know some stuff has just been behind of the veil like like like. Moses had to wear a veil, but we can behold God face to face because of Jesus. He entered in behind of that veil, and if you can't see it, don't worry. It's all covered with Jesus. Jesus sees it. Jesus knows. And oh, when he just turns to the Father and just whispers, aren't you glad he's called your name? Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that he's called your name? Aren't you glad that the promise of the Father, he's, Jesus said, I'm coming. I'm going to come. I'm going to, I'm going to, he, he said, he's one that's going to be just like me and he's going to make residence in you. The promise of his presence. 
His person. His person. The person of God. God, I need your presence with a T. I just need a present, God. And then religiously, I just need your presence because if I have your presence, see, that will validate me and my ministry. Oh, God. But if you have his person, you have all of that. Because it's his person. All he's ever wanted. Would that we want to. Would that we would just want to be with him as much as he wants to be with us. Can I let you in on a little secret? I read the end of the book. Forever together with the Lord. Oh yeah, brother, I can't wait to see my mansion. I, I, streets of gold, razzle-dazzle, all of that. You know, no, no. That all came because of him and with him. But what makes heaven heaven? Him. He promised us days of heaven on the earth. You know, we got to get in practice, don't we? We get a, an opportunity to practice wanting to be with him as much as he wants to be with us. And you know, this little box of Sunday morning for an hour and a half and a few worship songs and the offering and all of that, I'm so glad that, that, that you know, uh, that he crossed the sacred threshold and tore the veil from the top to the bottom and jumped out of the box and people have been trying to put him in there uh, ever since. But you know, I... Uh, uh, I found him at the factory. I felt him at the farm. Are you listening? Oh, God is everywhere and in everything if you're just looking for him. and You just want him more than anything else. He said you won't be disappointed. That was point number two. That was good, wasn't it? You know. <laughs> the Lord is good, isn't he? There's something that happens when we're with him. This guy, Andrew, you know, just kind of a crazy cat, I mean, talking about I mean, taking all that synagogue stuff seriously, you know. I mean, something we got to do, but we're fishermen, right? I mean, we got to earn a living. We got bills to pay, wives and children to feed, and you know, who's got time uh, for all of this? You know going to the latest meeting and stuff like that and all of a sudden here he busts in and you know of course you know I'm talking like Peter and here comes Andrew we found him found who him 
come on, Andrew. I mean, you know, we worked all night. We ain't caught no fish. We're about to starve out here, and you've gone, you know, finding folks, you know. Did you got any money? <laughs> no, it's the Messiah. Oh, come on. Come on. Please, please. They've been saying that that forever you know get for real guy i'm talking about you know the boat's mortgage the house's mortgage it's coming due you know you know you've been drag buttoning around here you ain't pulling your weight because you're up all night running around chasing these crazy preachers good god almighty goes exactly i'm telling you well what makes this one so special oh when I was with him Peter I felt something I'm telling you this one is from God why would Peter, pay any attention. That fool brother of his, that high apple pie in the sky. But you know, Andrew, when he was with Jesus, are you listening? And God's presence filled every hope and expectation. Are you listening? There was an anchor, that there was a promise that God said, I am not going to leave you. I am going to be with you forever. And when he felt that, he couldn't run fast enough to tell somebody. And when he told somebody, it was more than just a tall tale. He had a witness of the Holy Spirit residue. Because God filled Jesus with the Holy Ghost in the, the fullness of that. And all you had to do was bump his bucket just a little bit with some hope that I am a believer. I'm looking for someone. I'm looking not for something, for someone. Uh, if you ever get a touch, you know what a touch is? Uh, just a touch. Just a little touch will do. <laughs> oh, Lord God Almighty, you are going to overflow. I mean, you know, <laughs> they'll have to be mopping up after you in aisle 14. Because you walk by just on your way to, I just want some heavy cream for my coffee. That's all I want. That's all I came in for, you know. But there was that little, there was that little single mom over there, and you saw her checking off things, and you saw her looking at her cart, and her and her babies are hanging on to you, and the uh, and and your heart is just gripped, and you just don't have time. I don't have time for this, God, but your heart goes out to her, and all of a, all of a sudden, you know, you just. Make eye contact and you say hello and you look at her eyes and you know she needs more than just money. And the someone in you is just wanting to overflow with love and compassion.
it's more than just a glance and a hi and it's a how are you doing today and it's a beautiful thing isn't it so easy to just pass by them walk by them not notice them interesting thing about That dumb fisherman and his crazy brother. I mean, they took them to, they took them to church, and they had a board meeting, and they beat the stuffing out of them. And they said, "Now, this Jesus stuff has got to stop." It was an interesting notation. It says they knew they were just dumb people. I mean, they were just ignorant men, ignorant men, and that. Are you listening? The accolade of them, they said they understood they were ignorant men. But they had been with Jesus. Because even when they're getting ready to, when they're threatening you and all that kind of stuff, they're bumping your bucket, you understand? The presence of God. The presence of God. Oh, just ask Stephen. Go down through the line. You know, ask Saul how that worked out for him. Amen. But we done killed Stephen. Yeah, but you paid the price, didn't you, boy? Amen. God got a hold of you. Isn't that right? <laughs> I read the end of the book. We win. You ought to go into your mission field, your place of employment, your family, and you ought to realize from the very beginning there's an anchor that should be holding your hope. Your expectation is that's very confident we will win. Me and my family will serve the Lord. Me and my family, they will all be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and lay at the altar in His presence and understand it's all about Him. That what makes it heaven is because of the who, not all of the what. Well, glory to God. A miracle has just happened. The red clock letter numbers say 1131. And I'm done. And we're going to close this service out in-house. I want to encourage you, those that have just been satisfied with watching. <laughs>